This is Dr. Kara Shepard, and you're listening to Goat Talk with the Goat Doc. Thanks for listening to Goat Talk with the Goat Doc. This is a little addendum to the previous episode about horns um, because uh, another vet that I follow on Instagram with that is uh, at veal underscore vets. I think she's got an underscore in there. Um, posted a, a really good Instagram post on disbudding slash dehorning calves because uh, she sees a lot of dairy and beef and I realized thinking about it that I didn't talk about a couple other things to do with dehorning that uh, I don't I didn't talk about because I don't really think about them they're not on my radar um, and also because I don't recommend them so I'm going to take a quick little mini addendum episode here to address those two things uh if you have any questions comments uh things you want to talk about about horns or otherwise find me on the internet i'm on instagram a lot lately at goat underscore doc and uh the website is goatdoc.com the gmail is goatdoccara at gmail.com so the couple things about horns is a couple of other methods of dehorning or disbudding or prevent well one is dehorning and one is disbudding so the first thing to talk about is um there is a um there's some products out there and i'm not super familiar with them um but they're like dehorning pastes so they're like a caustic paste that is applied to the horn bud when the animal is very young and it destroys that horn bud tissue and prevents the horn from growing. I have seen one dairy farm, one cow dairy farm that has done this well um, and done it effectively, um, and those are cows. Uh, I do not know anyone who recommends the use of disbudding paste in goats. I do not even, I've never even put my hands on a jar of the stuff to be perfectly honest um the the horn bud of cows is a little bit different than goats uh you might be able to kind of nip the nip the bud off with dehorning uh like a scoop dehorning instrument of a goat but Goats tend to be like more aggressive horn growers than cows and cattle in general. Um, like a two month old goat is gonna have horns that are like the horn part of the horn, the hairless part, the keratin part, the changing shape of the skull is going to be uh, protruding where a cow generally is not going to have that. Um, so the caustic paste for cows may work better because the horn development is slower. Cows in general are like slower growers. What well, I mean, 
not like pound for pound, but from time to from birth to like adult size, you've got a little bit longer of a growth period for for cows than for goats. So that may also be why their horns grow a little bit more slowly. Um, Again, I don't have a ton of experience with that stuff because I prefer disbudding with an iron um, and that's what I do. So, other things to think about with that stuff, I goats tend to be group housed, so dairy calves tend to be housed in uh, like uh, calf hutches where they're by themselves and they don't have friends who would potentially come over and lick caustic paste off of their heads, which would be bad. Uh, goats tend to put their mouths on everything, so that would absolutely be an issue. Uh, where dairy calves are generally like by themselves, and uh, they, you know, don't have friends who are going to lick the stuff off their heads. Um, I, I think that's so. A couple reasons that I don't like the paste disbudding stuff for goats. The one is, you know, concern of their neighbors or moms, like, licking it off. The second one is just the difference in how uh, effective that will be because goats grow their horns like it's their job. Um, yeah, so disbudding paste for goats, meh. For cattle, maybe. Um I've, I've seen it done well and that uh, the vet on Instagram that I was talking about she, uh, she said she likes it I messaged her and she was like yeah I do like it um, the other thing to talk about for horns uh, and dehorning de is uh, and it's something that I really don't like and I discourage and I make a face when I see people talking about doing it is banding horns so if you listen to my cast my episode on castration, which was back like seven, eight, nine, ten, somewhere around there, um, I also talked about banding uh, testicles for castration. I don't like banding things. Um, it's painful. Uh, it's a long process. I really try to avoid it if I can help it. And so again, it's the difference between. This is what I said in the episode about on castration. It's the difference between like hitting your thumb with a hammer and it hurts really bad for a second uh, versus tying an elastic band around your thumb really tight and leaving it for like two months so yeah neither of those things is fun but tying an elastic band around your thumb for two months is going to be a lot more prolonged pain there's some studies out there about uh maybe even banding horns in, in cattle, um, talking about cortisol levels and the stress on the animals from different methods of, of castrating or dehorning um, and using pain medications or not using pain medications and uh, the effect of growth rates on using these different methods of castrating or dehorning. And like anything that's fast, is going to negatively impact that animal less. So it's going to be better. Um, think about a horn. You know, we talked about in the main horn episode that the bone, there is bone 
underneath that outer keratin surface and that is growing living tissue. If you're trying to dehorn an animal by putting elastic bands around it, you're put it's really like the analogy of putting an elastic band around your thumb is pretty spot on because there's bone in your thumb too and that is not going to be a fun time um it's gonna be a long process it's gonna be a painful process it's gonna be potential for infection um i just i really don't recommend it if you have an animal with horns and the horns are a problem you can talk about dehorning i've been a couple of vets in some of the vet groups i'm in talking about like big dehornings lately uh someone had a really good uh idea of like if you have a big animal that has big horns and they need to go then doing it in the clinic is nice doing it under gas anesthesia is nice um, doing a cosmetic dehorning so I mentioned most of the dehornings I do I just leave them open with a bandage and wait for them to granulate in a cosmetic dehorning is going to uh, try to surgically close that dehorning site so lifting the skin around the horn from the underlying tissue and stretching it and pulling it closed it's possible um but if you have an animal with two horns that both need to go uh staging that procedure is a really good idea so do one let it heal normal skin healing time like two weeks Um, And then I'd probably give it like another month or so to allow the skin to stretch and adjust to that tension. And then you have more skin to close the other side when you do the other horn. Um, So big horns uh, could be a a surgical uh, cosmetic dehorning that's doable. Um, the other thing, I met a patient this week who's a, very much a pet, a goat pet, and she has, she's a Nigerian dwarf, but she has full horns, and she's a little bit bossy to one of her owners. When we talked about, um, I don't think that these, that client would ever, ever want to dehorn her because of the pain and surgery component, uh, but the talking about other things to mitigate you know, using those horns. I've seen people cut holes in um, tennis balls and put the tennis balls on the ends of the horns to cover up those pointy ends. I've also seen people use pool noodles and put the pool noodles, um, like a hole down the middle of the pool noodles and uh, slide that over the horn to provide some padding. So a couple of other considerations for horns there. Uh, Like I said, this was just going to be quick, like, addendum comments about things I forgot to talk about for horns. No banding. No disbudding paste for goats. Um, No banding ever for anybody. I don't think it's a good idea. Um, If you have any questions or comments, please always feel free to contact me on Instagram on the website goatdoc.com or hit me up through email goatdoccara at gmail.com next week uh, well this is Wednesday so Saturday starts National Dairy Goat Awareness Week and I and my husband are going to try to answer some questions from the Instagram 
about dairy goats in like a bunch of quick little mini episodes so we're gonna try to get to that we'll see how it goes uh, I think that's gonna do it for the moment and we'll talk to you guys next time Meh. <laughs>